I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Crime alert, I'm Nancy Grace. Breaking crime news now. Levi, Levi, and girlfriend Alexandria Evan hang out at their friend's Alaska home. An argument, of course, breaks out. Levi goes to the kitchen, gets a knife, and threatens to stab everybody. The group barricades themselves in a bedroom and call 911. Outside the door, Alexandria Evan continues to threaten while Levi sets the house on fire. The two drive off just before cops arrive. Nancy, the home was located more than an hour south of the nearest town, leading to the delay in police arriving at the home. The group that barricaded themselves in the bedroom began to smell smoke and assumed the house was on fire. Four victims made it out of a second-story window to escape the blaze, but two did not. By the time the cops do arrive, the house is destroyed by fire. Two people's remains are found where the bedroom was hours earlier. Levi and Evan now both charged with assault. Levi also charged with arson and murder. Ronald Dunn drives past his soon-to-be ex-wife's California home and drives into it several times. Dunn first smashes his Impala into his ex's home, then comes back a second time with a dump truck. The couple was in the middle of contentious divorce proceedings, and the court ordered there be no contact between Patricia and Ronald Dunn. Patricia Dunn filed a restraining order against her future ex-husband earlier in the month, sparking what she called a blind rage. Nancy's several cars parked on Dunn Street were damaged in the attacks, and the metal gate around the home lay completely flattened. Terrified, Patricia Dunn races to the back of the home after the first crash and calls police. They arrive to find the wall of her bedroom almost completely open. Ronald Dunn now facing property damage charges and aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. More crime and justice news after this. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. In the 1980s and 90s, New York City needed a tough cop like Detective Louis Scarcella. Putting bad guys away. There's no feeling like it in the world. He was the guy who made sure the worst killers were brought to justice. That's one version. This guy is a piece of shit. Derek Hamilton was put away from murder by Detective Scarcella. In prison, Derek turned himself into the best jailhouse lawyer of his generation. And the law was my girlfriend. This is my only way to freedom. Derek and other convicted murderers started a law firm behind bars. We never knew we had the same cop in the case. Scarcella. 
We got to show that he's a corrupt cop. They can go themselves. I'm Steve Fishman. And I'm Dax Devlin-Ross. And this is The Burden. Listen to new episodes of The Burden on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And to hear episodes one week early and ad-free with exclusive bonus content, subscribe to True Crime Clubhouse on Apple Podcasts. Now with the latest crime and justice breaking news, Crime Online's John Limley. A Utah man who fatally shot his wife, her mother, and their five kids before turning the gun on himself had been investigated two years prior for child abuse. But local police and prosecutors decided not to criminally charge him. Police records shed light on warning signs and a previous police investigation into a violent pattern of behavior Michael Height exhibited toward his family. Authorities say they were aware of previous problems in the home but didn't elaborate during a news conference following the January 4th killings in the small town of Enoch. In a 2020 interview with authorities, Macy Height, the family's eldest daughter, detailed multiple assaults, including one where she was choked by her father and, quote, very afraid that he was going to keep her from breathing and kill her. Federal prosecutors will not seek the death penalty for a man accused of fatally shooting nearly two dozen people in a racist attack at a West Texas Walmart in 2019. Sydney Sumner with Crime Online. The U.S. Department of Justice disclosed the decision not to pursue capital punishment against Patrick Cruzius in a one-sentence notice filed with the federal court in El Paso. 24-year-old Cruzius is accused of targeting Mexicans during the August 3rd massacre that killed 23 people and left dozens wounded. The Dallas-area native is charged with federal hate crimes and firearms violations, as well as capital murder in state court. He has pleaded not guilty. Federal prosecutors did not explain in their court filing the reason for their decision, though Cruzius could still face the death penalty if convicted in state court. A 30-year-old woman has died following a shooting that broke out between rival gang members during a Martin Luther King Jr. Day event in Florida. The woman, whose name has not been released, was attending a party with her 6-year-old daughter Monday evening following the MLK Day parade in Fort Pierce, Florida. Chief Deputy Brian Hester says detectives are working around the clock. At this time, evidence supports uh, that this shooting was the result of a dispute between two rival Fort Pierce gangs. Chief Deputy Hester added that investigators found over 50 shell casings from three calibers of weapons at the scene. Fort Pierce is 68 miles north of West Palm Beach on Florida's Atlantic coast. A 14-year-old girl fatally shot an 11-year-old boy at a Dallas apartment complex parking lot after retrieving a gun during an argument with another child. More now from Crime Online's Sydney Sumner. Police say that the teen shot in the direction of the girl she was fighting with, but the shot ended up striking the 11-year-old bystander. That 11-year-old was taken to a hospital where he died. Investigators say the 14-year-old ran from the scene of the shooting and was later taken into custody at a nearby apartment complex. The 14-year-old is currently being held at a juvenile justice center and is expected to be charged with murder. The weapon was recovered, according to police, who continue to investigate. A man pulls up to a coffee shop drive through late night. He reaches out the window to pay, but when the barista 
takes the cash. He grabs her arm and puts a zip tie around her wrist, trying to pull the woman into his truck through the drive through window. Surveillance video captures the entire abduction attempt. A large tattoo is used to identify him, and he's now charged with attempted kidnap. For the latest crime and justice news, go to CrimeOnline.com. With this Crime Alert, I'm Nancy Grace. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.